a radio show that confesses Christ without confusing the law and the gospel. A radio show that takes scripture seriously without taking ourselves so seriously. You're listening to Table Talk Radio. To see, to see the face of God is to be destroyed. So God now veils himself in, in the flesh and blood of Jesus. And he uses that, those means, namely his flesh and his blood, his life and, and his death, he uses those means to save us. And when we were baptized at the font with God's name placed upon us in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, with the sign of the cross being placed upon our forehead and our hearts marking as ones redeemed. We were adopted as sons of God. Uh, I think... Oh, huh? 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 <laughs> oh, oh. Are we doing the show now? Is the theme over? Time for Table Talk Radio. Hey, Table Talk Radio is broadcasting all over the world now. We have gotten response all the way from St. Louis. Uh, and so, <laughs> how about the international listeners? How come you say Louis? How come you laugh? Yeah, that's right. How come you Saint laugh Louis the is hardest? Like the son of the world. <laughs> how come you laugh the hardest at my jokes when they're jokes that I stole from you? <laughs> they were your best ones. <laughs> I like how you were laughing in the background of the bump music, and your laugh was kind of a. <laughs> that was pretty good. Yeah, I had to go through and and edit it. Like, oh, I need a more manly laugh. Edit, edit, edit. No, th- this sto- <laughs> that sounds like Santa Claus. Uh, this is actually a cool story. So, a couple of uh, my parishioners uh, went on a trip uh, to the Holy Land with. Um, well, there's a number of of people who went, but one of the uh, tour leaders is that the official title? You you would know this. What's the official title? The tour leader. Tour master guide. of awesomeness. <laughs> That's what I call myself, master of awesomeness. Whenever oh, I'm doing a tour, whatever, whatever. Get a shirt. <laughs> I got to get a shirt with that on it. <laughs> Was with our friend uh, Dr. John Norlink <laughs> from uh, Concordia Theological Seminary, Fort Wayne, Indiana. And uh, apparently, uh, my parishioner there was talking to Dr. Norling, and, and someone walked by on the airplane, uh, and she, he said, "You know Evan Ginglide? You know Brian Wolfmuller?" I love Table Talk Radio, so I wanted to, to say hello was to. Was this just uh, a random person in the on the airplane? Well, I mean, I mean, or were they part of the trip? You know, it's part of the trip. You know, you know how it is when when you hang out with other LCMS folk. It's like, hey, the world's so small, but really, it's just that we're all in the LCMS. Right, it's That's one right. of those things. Uh, but anyway, a shout out to Ralph in St. Louis. Uh, Ralph, thanks for listening to Table Talk Radio. Hope you had a good time in the Holy Land. So, did your did the your parishioners or they like what table talk what yeah no they they our, our pastor has a radio show they they distance themselves from me they, they it's, you know Evan <laughs> he's Gilles new your we don't really know him and, that yeah we're like yeah he's our pastor <laughs> it's you know you have a divine call you got you got to respect the pastor no matter who it is. <laughs> yeah, this is probably a huge slip up by was it Ralph in St. Louis? He's, he's like, you listen to Table Talk. Uh, never mind. Uh, issues, etc. <laughs> did, uh, did I admit God whispers? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Oh boy. All right. Well, I am so excited about today's show because um, you might not be able to believe it, but it's true. We have an interview with Joel Osteen later in this program. <laughs> So, yeah, uh, looking forward to that. Yes, and at also the, end of the show, the praise whose, song whose voice is suspiciously similar to Lumpy Chunklebones. Um, you know, we'll have to discern that for ourselves. I was kind of <laughs> hoping that uh, that 
Joel Osteen will be... Joel sports. would have a bit of a Texas accent. Yeah, I, I was hoping that he'd be sporting the Texas accent today in today's interview. We'll, we'll see. We'll, we'll, we'll see <laughs> what we can do. I know it's hard for He's you to come up with a Texas accent. probably sound like an Australian. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, From whenever. Texas, I ought to be able to do this thing. <laughs> All right, so that's the lineup for Table Talk Radio. Uh, Pastor, give me your buzzword. Uh, Advent. That's exciting. Have we had that before? Uh, yeah, like every, what do you mean? every you year. <laughs> we, we have that once a year, I think. Oh, good. Well, Advent, I think, is better than Lent. You know, no one really knows what Lent means. Lent was apparently some kind of Celtic word or something. Who knows? Advent, though, comes from the Latin, advenio, which means coming. So we have in the season of Advent the uh, emphasis, the teaching of the fourfold coming of, or the threefold coming of Jesus in the four weeks of Advent. So Jesus came in the flesh to save us. He comes in the end of time, his second coming, uh, to redeem us and to have us as his own. Lift up your heads, your redemption draws near. And then we, he comes to us now every single day, especially in the divine service with his body and blood to forgive our sins. So Jesus, uh, like Jesus says uh, of himself in, Ad, uh, uh, in Revelation, uh, I am the one who is, who was, and who is to come. So we have that in the season of Advent. Jesus is the one who came and who still comes to us and who will come again in glory. Nice. See if you can work that dude in. Advent. Okay. Let's see here. I'm going to go with uh, modalism. <laughs> you're just looking at our... Uh, yes. Did you have Advent? And now you're... Uh... No, no, no. I, I forgot to do a buzzword, so I went to our website at tabletalkradio.org and looked at the list of buzzwords, which we haven't updated for well over a year. However, I do have good news, However, thanks to one of our listeners. Uh, we do have a new list for the Praise Song Cruncher app. So if you go to the Articles tab of our website, uh, down on the list you'll see uh, a Praise Song Cruncher list that has all the praise songs we've ever crunched on Table Talk Radio, and uh, the, the show and the results, whether it was crunched, passed, or just useful for entertainment. All right, so anyway, the theological buzzword for you today is modalism, and modalism is the belief that different persons of God are God-switching among different modes. So, uh, you know, this this is a heresy, by the way. <laughs> we should say that. Uh, but this is where uh, we don't have uh, three persons, one God. You have one God who is merely acting in three different modes, hence the name, uh, so that God the Father wears his, his mask like in creation, and then when it's time for redemption, he takes off the mask of father and puts on the mask of son. And then when it's time for the Holy Spirit to work in the, uh, uh, in the New Testament church, he takes off, off the mask of son and puts on the mask of Holy Spirit. This is a false teaching and uh, denies the Holy Trinity. So modalism is your theological buzzword. That's kind of hard to work modalism in there. Oh, no, never mind, never mind. I got it covered. You're Maybe already, I won't get the buzzword. Yeah, well, we'll look, we'll look forward to hearing that buzzword in the points joke at the end of the show. <laughs> I don't know if I don't know if uh, our guest Joel. We'll have to ask Joel Osteen about modalism. Yes, we will. All right, it's okay. time for Table Talk Radio buzzword, or excuse me, email. So, what what email do we have? <laughs> oh yeah, now you didn't have quite have the. Uh, uh, buzzword ready. I'm supposed to have the email ready. Don't worry, don't worry. Let's get one here. Um, I, we have an email here from, uh, what was I going to do? Church signs, uh, praise song cruncher, surrender. Ah, here it is, David. Hi, guys. I'm listening to your comment on the whole I surrender all teaching. I grew up pretty much underwater in this stuff. I went along with the higher life revivalism and drive a stake thinking that remains in my mind to this day. But along the way, I went Lutheran, thank God. It may have begun with a sermon I heard at theology conference, something that Reverend, uh, Reverend Maslat said struck with me. 
Uh, he explained that normal Christian life wasn't a matter of levels, but a matter of hearing the law and fleeing to the cross of Christ as a result. The eye-opener was that he said it wasn't a one-time trip down an aisle, but how we would live our whole lives in faith. Now, this is a really, you know, you hear all this talk, by the way, this is my comment now, about going up to the next level. You know, this kind of, uh, the Lord is going to raise you higher. He's going to give you increase. Uh, this, this kind of talk, which pervades Christianity. So the sanctified life is a climbing higher. This is a deadly sort of thing to get onto. Uh, This past Sunday, David continues, for some odd reason, the old song, I Surrender All, appeared briefly in a special music melody, uh, um, sorry, medley. Now, there are some songs of dubious origin that, when understood in the light of Lutheran theology, can be used in worship, but not this one, I think. A testimony to this fact may be the almost literal weight upon my spirit which descended when I heard it. What it affirms is exactly what I and no one I know of can uh, do. What I cannot do, maybe. It sets up this mystical standard that we come to value as higher ground, where only a specially devoted few live with maybe Moses, Elijah, and Jesus in glowing clothes. I close this already wordy email with a mention of the fact that the soloist Sunday fairly choked on the words of the melody. I don't believe it was divine judgment, but I do see it in sort of a metaphor illustrating our weakness and inability to reach higher ground or even the higher notes. <laughs> mm. Thanks for your comments. So many are still dragging around the change of total surrender teaching. Please keep poking holes in this unscriptural doctrine, uh, David. Thank you, David. That's a that's a nice email right there. And he, uh, I think he's really getting at the heart of what we were trying to tackle in talking about this idea of surrender. Um, because remember, uh, we were trying to deal with this distinction between uh, this, uh, this concept of surrender uh, versus Jesus who says, uh, uh, take up my cross and follow me, and, and how do those two right. correspond. Right. It has to be that the, the taking up of the cross of Jesus it conforms with what our Lord says when he says, my yoke is easy and my burden is light. So that the taking up the cross of Jesus is not a burdensome sort of thing. It is actually um, a joyful, delightful thing. It is then um, to take up the cross is to repent, to put the old self to death and to rise in newness of life um, uh, by the holy, by the work of the Holy Spirit through the gospel, through and, the forgiveness of sins, and this is huge to make clear because uh, uh, when when you don't make this distinction, then you really have people uh, talking about surrender as David describes it there, um, and and you're really confusing people who would understand uh, this idea of repentance. So now you don't have the distinction between the two, and you think that boy. Uh, I just need to keep surrendering my life. And and then what surrender becomes is something that you do. You see, repentance is something that is done to you. We we repent because we're stricken by uh, God's law upon us. Um, but surrender, you know, you that's actually it sounds passive, but it's an it's a it's an active thing. You must surrender your life uh, to Jesus to become uh, to get these holy white clothes that David talked about. All right, after this is the Praise Song Cruncher 2.0. You're listening to Table Talk Radio. Don't go away.
tuned in at the worst of all possible times. This is Table Talk Radio. TableTalkRadio.org. Right there on the homepage, you'll see a thumbnail of Praise Song Cruncher 2.0. Click on that and print it out and give it all to your buddies. Uh, this is the criteria for which we use, we judge the usefulness of praise songs. I noticed you took that title off of the Praise Song Cruncher 2.0. A criteria. What was it? The, the criteria, criteria for, for using the, the usefulness. Yeah, yeah, we like that. But uh, Praise Song Cruncher. Criteria for determining the usefulness of a praise song. That is uh, boring. <laughs> I'm against boredom, remember? I've I've decided that boredom is a sin. How Did could you, you be when against I that yourself? Out a couple shows ago? <laughs> I'm against this show. <laughs> All right. And by the way, sending I'm sending you a uh, copy of the page of our Table Talk Radio uh, 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 page on Facebook with all the liners that our listeners uh, submitted because you can't see it. Oh boy, this is kind of annoying, you know. For Facebook, me I know. This. I know it is. All right. Uh, number one. Here's Jesus. one of the liners, by the way. Okay. Table Talk Radio. Who needs show prep when you've got Facebook? <laughs> Amen. <laughs> uh, right. All right. Uh, okay. Criteria one. Cruncher. Go ahead, please. Jesus. Proceed. Is Jesus mentioned? Yes, no, and if yes, is it a name or concept? Easy enough. Okay. The song got that it. is going to be about Jesus has to kind of mention his name or at least uh, mention him in concept. All right. Uh, mystical help form. Uh, form? Yeah. Truth, does this song use sentences with subject, verb, and object, or sentence fragments? Is the song full of impressions or assertions? And uh, you have your parenthetical here. Without sentences, it's impossible to express truth. Okay? And then repetition, is the song repetitive, using the same phrases over and over? Is it very repetitive? Ha, ha, ha. Okay, uh, so uh, I kind of like. I think that was a typo originally, but I kind of like it. <laughs> you kind of like that it. was Did I mention that I liked it. That, that was an accidental repetition. Yeah, that's right. That, that means there was some mysticism in your in your mystical form. We're all a mystic. We are all mystics. Put that on the shirt next to Master of Awesomeness. <laughs> We're all mystics. What's that? So, what, what's that shirt that we had that was a top seller? I don't want to be a Gnostic. Yeah, that's that's. I it. don't want to be a. Right. Yeah, we we uh we really keep our uh chir- our shirt supplier pretty busy selling that one. All right, uh, number. <laughs> everyone's wearing. <laughs> I what I want to see someday. You know how eventually shirts get donated and then they yeah. get donated and then they end up overseas <laughs> and you have you know these people in the village in in like Fiji, then they're wearing Broncos T-shirts. <laughs> someday it's going to happen that a Table Talk Radio shirt will end up in some very strange place are that you, you would kidding never me? expect it. Are you kidding me? They are already there. I mean, <laughs> people get people order this thing for their like cousin and they get it for Christmas and they send it right over there right away. Right, right. Send this in the you know, put it in the in the in the big lots and then send it over now to the Goodwill and then now Hey, when you go over to to Turkey, you got to give just Handing out Table Talk Radio t-shirts. 
Yeah, that's right. Hey, right. who? How come we don't have any Table Talk Radio listeners come to Turkey with us? Let you, you guys oh, should all I, come to Turkey because I forgot. If to all post thirteen your, of you <laughs> jump in, <laughs> I forgot to post your promo. That's why. <laughs> oh, you did. Yeah. <laughs> Very cool. <laughs> That's well, the promo goes like this: Hey guys, come on to Turkey. We leave October thirty first. Cost you about three thousand bucks. You know, and maybe, everything's paid for. You know what we days, need? Steps to St. Paul. It'll be fantastic. We need a celebrity to do the promo for us. Maybe if we got Lumpy uh, to do the promo for <laughs> oh, us. Oh, maybe we'll see, see if Joel will do it before yeah, we start. Yeah, asking we'll ask him. By, by the way, later today uh, in the show, we're going to be interviewing Joel Osteen. If we get to it. Uh, don't want to miss that. Yeah. So we need to get to this praise song, Cruncher, so we can talk to Joel. Uh, the next one is mystical content. Uh, is it immediate? Does a song talk about an immediate experience of God? This is seeing, touching, feeling God directly. And then insert here, uh, um, Pastor Wolfman, they're going berserk like Buddy the Elf, which is also kind of a seasonal thing now here, too. Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, if, uh, I don't know I what do show that. number that is, but if we don't know what we're talking about, uh, just just dig through the archives there of uh, Table Talk Radio. Good luck. Oh, by the way, uh, a couple weeks ago, uh, I was accused of of uh, uh, saying that the council at the Council of Trent, the Catholic Church, started, and so I went yeah. I went back to I tortured myself to go back and listen to this awful show. And uh, it was you. You're the one who made the accusation. So I'll let your response stand as as the the listeners. The listeners. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That was right, though. Didn't I say that was a brilliant point that you made? Evan, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're a total genius to make that point. And then you found out that I I said it. That's all yes. right. I think that the emailer was saying that you said it and I was there. <laughs> I, I'm a witness. <laughs> I just didn't even you should have jumped in and corrected me. Yeah. Well, oh, guilty by association. Yeah. Okay. Romance. Does the song use romantic imagery? Is another way uh, a song could be mystical. Lost. That's of by the way, dear listener, where I have to take over the crunch. Evan just leaves it to me. On that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because because you have the expertise in the in the random poem generator, which you used, which is which is really the credit you can give to getting married. Does the song talk about losing our identity, being lost in God, absorbed, consumed, engulfed? Are we surrendering, abandoning ourselves, etc.? We talked about that at the top of the show. Uh, internal is the action of the song of God inside of me. Uh, and then last but not least, under number three, is subjective. Is the song about the things that God has done objective or about me subjective? Now, would this be a good time to uh, announce our listener participation game? Yes. All right. So we uh, are challenging our listeners to... Uh, find the most mystic praise song. And um, there are five categories, I guess. You can just go to number three on our praise song, Cruncher 2.0. Immediate, romance, loss of self, internal, and subjective. We're looking for one top praise song that would top all the rest of mysticism under each of these categories. So uh, right. if you would like to enter, send us an email at lpg at tabletalkradio.org. And, or uh, post it on Facebook, it's fine. There will be some small prize. All right, number four, law and gospel. Does the song proclaim law and gospel uh, rightly and not mixed up, commingled, etc.? And number five, is there any explicit false teaching not already addressed? Okay, so that is then the praise song Cruncher 2.0. Again, you can find that on our website, tabletalkradio.org. And here is uh, our first caller for praise song Cruncher. Hey, this is Ian Stewart again. Never mind about that hymn because that's not a praise song. But actually, can you crunch the praise song? Or it's not a praise song. They play it on Air One. It is called Take Me Into the Beautiful by Cloverton. 
thanks. Have fun. All right. We will not have fun, but here is uh, the song. <laughs> take me into the beautiful. Won't you take me back again? With the love unexplainable. Come fill up this right hand. Let it open our eyes to see the world we've never seen. Let it open our hearts up to feel you inside of us, you're inside of me. Take me into the beautiful where it was born, where it was that never about over there this is like that we knew this would happen we knew that someday a praise song writer would get a hold of the cruncher and use it to craft their <laughs> lyrics are you, are you saying this could be an entry for the the most mystical oh my goodness I mean, this, is per- this is perfect this song is perfect i mean wow <laughs> i right. kind of like this guy's voice though you know he sounds like a nice guy he's got a nice timbre Let's start crunching. Is Jesus mentioned? No. Next question. All right. Uh, oh, hold on. Where is it? Uh, mystical form, uh, subject, verb, and object, and repetition. Now there. Um. Uh, this here we actually sh- maybe should have a new section there because it uses sentences, but want but the sentences are so disparate. In other words, they have nothing to do with one another. That it makes it mystical. It just it sends you to the land of imagery. So take me into the beautiful. So there you. So an adjective being used as a noun that's mystical. Won't you take me back again with a love unexplainable, which is kind of weird because the Bible is precisely the explanation of the Lord's love. But never mind that. Come fill up this dry land. Now you've 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 embraced the kind of the wet metaphors, you know, <laughs> which is another one of the one of the marks of mysticism, like, like you know, kind of over the, the ocean, ocean in a cup kind of a thing. Yeah, <laughs> dry, filling up the dry land and all this sort of stuff. You always have the flowing kind of liquid metaphors. You mean like in the so stanza that says, "Take me to the beautiful where the rivers flow." Is that? Yeah, that's, that? right. that's right. And then and then uh, where the love never ends. Well, that's fine. Open our eyes to see a world we've never seen. Perfect. Uh, in other words, you know, to, uh, let us know the unknowable. Open our hearts to feel you inside of us. <laughs> oh, You're here inside of me. That's this is just. <laughs> I can't believe how mystical this thing is. I mean, okay, so uh, mystical form, and yes, re- re- very repetitive. Um, take me into the mystery. It's just. <laughs> I can't believe this song. It crunches itself. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We're going to continue this crunch and crunch another one uh, after this commercial break. And then after that is our big interview with Joel Osteen. You're listening to Table Talk Radio. No other radio station crunches praise songs and 
interview Joel Osteen in the same show. So uh, we'll be right back. You're listening to Table Talk Radio. Don't go away. You're listening to Table Talk Radio, Serious Theology, Seriously Bad Hosts. Remember in the days of uh, Sister Act with Whoopi Goldberg, it was. Oh my God! <laughs> you done? <laughs> I kind of like that lady. Uh, I remember. What about the days of Whoopi Goldberg? That it was a joke to take a secular song and make it Christian. <laughs> remember when that was funny? <laughs> now you know what they do now is uh, they just sing the old secular song. Yeah, you know? that's true. Don't even clean. Don't even bother sending it through the car wash. It's just co- you know they're just covering Def Leppard or whatever. <laughs> yeah, right. I I, I had the opportunity when I was in Indiana to go with our friend Chris Roseborough uh, up to uh, what is that church in um, not South Bend anyway one of those you know sizable churches non denominational churches up there. Uh, we went. We went to this, and they were, yeah, like you said, they were doing these covers of these of these songs, and so uh, we got like the grand tour because you know if, when you're with Chris Roseborough, Pirate Christian Radio, and and you know, he's coming to your church, they want to make sure that you know you have a tour and everything. And uh, we asked the guy giving us a tour, why do you, why do you guys do these covers? And th- he explained to us that that way, when people are going throughout their weeks and they hear the song on the radio, it'll make them think back to church. Um, really? <laughs> How about it goes the other way? When people are no. when people are sitting in church no. listening to that song, it makes them think back about what happened when they were at the bar last night. No, come on. <laughs> no, come on. <laughs> All right, we're in the middle of a crunch of Take Me Into the Beautiful by Cloverton, and so far <laughs> it's kind of crunching itself. Uh, immediate, does the song use talk about immediate experience of God? <laughs> <laughs> You're here inside of me. I could not. I could. I could. You could not put together five words that are more mystical. Uh, oh, I'm, I want to go to the beautiful. How do? You, how do what do oh, you do? Oh. I mean, what is this thing with taking ad- adjectives? I'm by the way. I'm ve- I, I'm against adverbs and suspicious of adjectives, and sus- especially and ones especially with definite when, articles. <laughs> when when adjectives try to take to themselves the 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 characteristic of a noun, it just that kind of usurpa- that kind of grammatical usurpation makes me very nervous. <laughs> okay, take okay. me into the beautiful where the faces glow. <laughs> what does that mean? Where the light that never dims. 
I want to go to the beautiful. All right. What about romance? A love that's brighter than diamonds. Okay. What about you? What about loss of self? (laughs) Uh, yeah. This I'm inside of you. Cover, cover me so that all might see that it's you, not me. Okay. What about? (laughs) Uh oh. Internal. Come and fill this place. Internal. We already talked about that, I guess. Yeah. Uh, Subjective. Take me to the beautiful where the river flows. I want to go to the beautiful la, 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 la. <laughs> All right. This is oh, this I is just this. crenched. This is – there's nothing <laughs> left. Even, they can't do, I mean, it's just – I mean, look at – no, let's uh, – should we have a – we should have a pool how high this song is going to go on the charts because I have a suspicion that this song is um, – is gonna is gonna start moving up the CCLI charts. I mean, I'd never heard of Cloverton before, mm. uh, but with this kind of lyrics, it's just it has potential. <laughs> this has potential to be big, to be a hit. <laughs> It'll be. I think it'll go to the top twenty. All right, we'll find out. All right, we need to get to the next crunch, so we have time to interview Joel Osteen. Oh, yeah. uh, is he there? Is, at are the we studios? in the last segment already? We're in the second to last segment. Okay. Uh, is he there in the waiting room there at your uh, studio there in uh, Aurora? Yeah, yeah, he's here. How? How? Uh, let's say hi to Joel. How are you today? Uh, good, Evan. I'm glad to be on your show today. I'm too blessed to be stressed. Oh, oh thanks, Joel. Man. Glad okay. you're here. Well, hey, hold on, Joel. We, we got one more praise song to crunch, and then we'll we'll smile at you in a bit. Uh, here is I got I got patience because I got God's glory on the inside. <laughs> take take all the time you need. All right, all thank, the time you need. Thanks, Joel. Thanks, Joel. All right, uh, here's the uh, the next uh, praise song. Hey guys, I just have to tell you, thank you for the awful show. Uh, there's two meanings there, <laughs> but you guys are the bomb. Uh, you've got a crunch for me at some point uh, in the garden. I know it's not necessarily a contemporary song, but you know, just just to hear what you guys say about it, I just love to. I think it's mystic to the extreme, and I've had a Lutheran <laughs> pastor say that this was uh, Mary Magdalene's experience in the garden. What do you think? Uh, thanks a lot for your show. Bye bye. All right, so I found a song, a rendition of "In the Garden," and this one by Elvis Presley. <laughs> oh, nice. I come to the garden alone While the dew is still on the roses And the voice I hear falling on my Son of God discloses and he walks with me and he talks with me and he tells me I am his
He speaks and the sound of his voice is so sweet the birds hush their singing. The melody that he gave to me within my heart is ringing. All right, that is the song In the Garden, a very popular uh, song indeed. All right, let's see if it crunches. Uh, <laughs> this is really, you know, I I have had a theory uh, for a while now that uh, our biggest problem musically in the church today is that Elvis never sang Luther hymns. <laughs> <laughs> and I really want to get, anyone out there want to sponsor a kind of kooky project? Any listener? Uh, I don't know, a couple hundred bucks maybe could do this. We could get an Elvis impersonator to sing like a mighty <laughs> fortress and Lord keep us steadfast and may God bestow on us his grace. And, uh, you know, Elvis is uh, uh, Elvis doing uh, Luther's creedal hymn and Isaiah mighty seer. How would that be? Isaiah mighty seer. <laughs> and get an Elvis impersonator to do the Luther hymns and then we'll put it on an old record, you know, like all these songs were, and then people would like the good hymns. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think and that's going to work. But the, uh, You know what people always say about this song? They say, Pastor, why don't we sing some old hymns like In the Garden and Amazing Grace? <laughs> that's not old <laughs> enough is the problem. When were these written? In the 1800s? Uh, probably. By the Methodists. This is our this, biggest problem as we sing. This the Methodists be... were writing hymns in English. We know for sure that, uh, at least from our game, Contemporary or Traditional, that this is contemporary. Uh, 1750 being the cutoff. So let's crunch this dude and see how it shakes out. All right, Jesus. Is Jesus mentioned? Uh, no. All right, mystical form. Truth and repetition. It is uh, It is mystical in this sense. It uses. It's slightly repetitive, but not too repetitive. It uses sentences. F- fine. But it, what is it talking about? You ask people, hey, Pastor, can we sing in the garden? They say, well, yeah, but if you could tell me what garden it is. <laughs> and the people are like, well... You get two answers. What's well, the Garden of Eden or the Garden of Gethsemane or maybe the Garden Tomb? Maybe that's the three answers. Cause, and you say, well, you're just thinking of gardens in the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> is there actually anything in the song that would tell you what garden this is? And by the way, uh, th- this is not um, – you, you have not been in the garden. <laughs> I mean, none of us have been to the Garden of Eden. I mean, I, I went to the Garden Tomb, but I don't even think that's the real place. Uh, none of us have, uh, you know, the Garden of Gethsemane, we, you know, this is so it's mystical in this sense that it's uh, you don't know what it's talking about. And by the way, um, it has all this kind of naturalistic imagery, which is one of the one of the marks of romanticism, which this hymn is a particularly romantic uh, hymn. So so sweet the birds hush their singing, this kind of thing, you know, and even the garden language is all uh, naturalistic imagery. So, yes, mystical form. Okay, uh, what about content? The dew is still on the roses. That's naturalism. Uh, what does that mean, by the way, the dew is still on the roses? What does the dew being on the roses have to do with the forgiveness of my sins? you know the answer to that? Uh, yes, I do. Uh, the answer is nothing. <laughs> I, I come to the garden alone. That's the other thing. Uh, I come to the garden alone. Why? Why are you by yourself? Uh, can other people come with you? Well, no, not in mysticism. In mysticism, <laughs> you remember, it's it's me and Jesus. See, and He walks with me and He talks with me. Now, this this has this uh, reflects uh, the language that we have in the Garden of Eden that the Lord comes and talks. But remember what God says? He says, "Hey, where are you? <laughs> and who told you you were a sinner? And oh, by the way, my Son will crush the devil's head." Yeah. <laughs> 
All right. I think then we're going to finish this. We can consider this song crunched. All right. Uh, that's a crunch. All right. We're back, back with Joel Osteen. Don't go away. You're listening to Table Talk Radio. The melody he gave me within my heart is ringing. Not really one of the best decisions you've made today. You're listening to Table Talk Radio. aching smile even though it's breaking when there are clouds in the sky you'll get by if you smile through your fear and sorrow smile and Welcome back to Table Talk Radio. We are you know, joined. I, mean, I, I really love that song. It reminds me. It reminds me that a smile is is like a light. It's it's like when the Bible says that we are the light of the world. A smile is that light. It's like the switch that turns on God's blessing. Uh, that and that song reminds me of that. I'm so glad you played that as I bump into this as into this interview. Well, we are happy to have you, Joel. Joel Osteen is the pastor of my, the, my pleasure. <laughs> the uh, Lakewood Church in Houston, Texas, and the author of uh, several books, Your Best Life Now. What are your other books there, Joel? Uh, I just finished publishing this book, Every Day of Friday, Evan, because I wanted every day to be a Friday. Uh, <laughs> is that like... Uh, <laughs> okay. Um, Joel, I, I'm... Thrilled to have you on to ask you some questions. No, don't, don't forget to mention my beautiful wife Victoria and my fantastically <laughs> successful church. You know, some people they don't they they don't want to brag about their blessings, but I say you wear your blessings well. I mean, if the Lord blesses, you you should be uh, be proud of the Lord's blessings. You should you shouldn't hide it, uh, despise the Lord's blessings. That's not a spirit of gratefulness. If the Lord gives you promotion and increase, like He promises to do in His Word then you should wear those blessings. Well, I wrote a chapter about that in my most recent book, Evan. Oh, good. I hope you'll read uh, well, it someday. Well, th- I, I plan to. <laughs> um, that, that, that leads me to my first question for you. Uh, what advice would you have uh, for Pastor Brian Wolfen? He's the pastor of that little church there in Aurora, Colorado. Um, I, don't, I don't really know the numbers, but I, I imagine in the six, seven years he's been there, uh, hasn't shown much growth, at least not the kind of growth we would expect from you know, from a church of your stature. So what advice would you give Pastor Brian Wolfmuller? Well, the first thing is you have to put away negativity. You you can't you got to put away a critical spirit. You you can't let it drag you down. If you're always if you're always thinking about how people are sinners and about how uh, uh, people make mistakes and and if you start a service by saying I'm a poor miserable sinner I can't believe that someone would start their church service with those words because because I, in my experience Evan and I write about this in my book in my experience 99% of people are good their hearts are good they want to do the right thing I mean sure they've made mistakes 
they've 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 made bad choices but they're good people deep down if you if you tell people to say if, that they're sinners then that's going to happen to them they're going to be sinners no wonder the church doesn't grow we need a more positive we we don't we need christianity we don't need christianity heavy burden people weigh people down we need christianity that's that's light like jesus says my yoke is easy my burden is light that's 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 what we need we need to we need to set people free we need to we need to tell them that if they'll just wake up with a smile and they'll pursue the good things in life then the lord it'll unlock the lord's potential It'll unlock the Lord's goodness, and good things will come to them. And that's true for, for this uh, Pastor Wolfmuller. He's, he's got to leave behind this, this burden, uh, some teaching of sin, and just be more positive, and positive things will come. What, Joel, would you say is man's fundamental problem? Uh, I, I don't know if man has a problem. <laughs> I, I mean, maybe our problem is that we think we have a problem. I mean, you're a good person, Evan. You got to think positive thoughts. You got to stay in faith. That means you got to, you got to stay knowing that you're blessed, and the Lord will bring bring that blessing to you. He has for you promotion and increase, but it's up to you. It's not up to. I wrote about that in my book. I'll, I'll read you a little bit of my book. L- listen to this. If this is from page 91, since I don't really think you're going to actually read the book. If you're to be restored, if you're to fulfill your destiny, that is your God-given destiny. God's given you a destiny for, for promotion and increase and blessing. If you're to fulfill your destiny, it's not up to God. It's up to you. You got it? It's up yeah, to you. Got it. Yeah. So, so, that, so that your problem is your, is your own negativity. And if you could move past that and have more positive thoughts, that's what faith is. If you could have more positive thoughts, then, uh, then you would be blessed. I don't know why I sound sometimes like a Texan and sometimes like the colonel from Kentucky Fried Chicken. I was going to say, do you know, uh, is this one of your good friends or maybe even your cousin or something, Lumpy Chunkelbert? He's a private eye for us. Do you know him? Uh, I've never met Lumpy, although I've heard good <laughs> things about him. All right. so With uh, a name so- like Lumpy, though, is, you know, he's kind of born <laughs> under a bad star. A guy like that probably read, needs to read both of my, all three of my books. <laughs> all right. Uh, now, tell us then why, when we read in the Gospels, uh, what we find the Son of God incarnate, Jesus Christ, bounded him to do is to get to that cross. Why is it, when we read Holy Scripture, God's holy word for us, we see God's Son bloody and gory on a cross? Uh, why is that if, if man really doesn't have a fundamental problem? You know, I, I really don't like to talk about such negative things <laughs> as the cross and blood and death that just is a that's a that's just inviting negativity in there so i prefer not to talk about it. in fact I, I don't know if you even know this but i wrote my whole book about uh about every day of friday without ever mentioning good friday uh, i do mention the cross one time i thought i ought to put one it put it in there once <laughs> because it is uh, the son of god uh it does take away our guilt, but all this talk about sin, you know, he, what he does is he's taking away our bad feelings. You don't have to feel bad about yourself because, um, because, Jesus, because Jesus had this cross thing. But let's talk about something more positive, shall we? Okay, uh, here's a question for you. Uh, we uh, sometimes in theology, uh, theology, by the way, is the study of, of, of Scripture and, and a view of God. Um, I'm, I'm not a theologian. Well, I, I understand that, but bear with me a little bit. Uh, okay. <laughs> 
<laughs> uh, we talk about sometimes a material principle and a formal principle. The formal principle is where we get theology, and a material principle is the center of one's theology. So, for example, I am a, a Lutheran pastor. Uh, our formal principle is uh, that our, our, our source of truth, an infallible source of truth, is uh, Scripture alone, and our material principle is that of justification, uh, that we uh, are justified before God, not on account of our works, but on the account of Christ, by faith alone. What would you say is your material principle? Well, I have a, I'll read you a paragraph from my book that I think has both of those things that you mentioned there in it, both a formal principle and material principle. Here it is. This is from page 267. The Bible says, you will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you, Isaiah 26, verse 3. Meditate all through the day on what God says about you. I'm strong. I'm talented. I'm forgiven. Good things are in store for me. My best days are in front of me. When your mind is full of positive thoughts, negative thoughts will find a no vacancy sign when they try to enter. They won't be able to get in. This is a powerful way to live. You decide the direction of your life. You decide your moods. You determine your attitudes. So the Bible uh, is where we get the teaching, and God's Word says, I'm strong, I'm talented, I'm forgiven. Uh, we know we know that's what the Bible says. I mean, I, I never have found those exact words in the Bible, but I'm <laughs> sure that's what God is saying to us. That's his main teaching. I'm good enough, I'm strong enough, I'm good-looking enough, I'm successful enough, etc. Are, are you a fan of Saturday Night Live? Uh, no, no. Uh, when I watch TV, I do like to laugh a lot, but I'm, I mostly like to watch uh, uh, things like um, uh, The Office is my favorite show. <laughs> All right. I just wanted because there's, there's this uh, old Saturday Night Live skit where a guy talks about, you know, yeah, I mean, Good enough, smart enough. I, I think I've heard that. Like I, 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 yeah, people like me. Uh, it's true of me, by the way. People <laughs> like me. Okay. Uh, what is? I have a sinister affability. <laughs> <laughs> okay. My, uh, we just a couple minutes left here, Joel, and I thank you for being so gracious with your time. Uh, what is the fundamental, fundamental difference between? A uh, Christian and and someone else. So, for example, you say you have two people. One's a Christian and, and one's a Muslim. Both smile a lot. Both are very positive. Uh, both both put away their negativity. But what uh, separates the Christian from uh, the Muslim in that example? You know, that's one of the things that religion always wants to do is <laughs> separate people. And I don't think that's right. I mean, God wants to bring people together. So all this wrangling over different teachings or different understandings of who God is or what he's done, I think are, are not helpful in living the positive life. I mean, it's sad that uh, our Muslim friends don't know about Jesus, or at least they only know a few things about him. But I don't know if God will judge them for that if they do the best at what they've been given uh, and if they keep a positive attitude. And they're open to the moving of the of the spirit in their life, even if they don't recognize it. Then God has for them good things and promotion as well. I I don't want to divide people or talk about condemnation or all of this kind of stuff. That's just too uh, that's too negative. All right, Joel, real quick uh, before we let you go, uh, do you have a special Advent series you're doing right now? 
Advent, that sounds like a buzzword to me. <laughs> and I, Evan, I'd like to give you a five billion points. Thank because, you, Joel. <laughs> uh, because I have so many more points than that, Pastor Wolfmuller. I, I want to be generous with my points. All right. That's all the time we have. Thank you, Joel Osteen, ladies and gentlemen. Glad, Thank you. For glad to be with you. Glad to be with you. Uh, listeners, very happy. All right, we want to hear from you. Give us a call, 1-800-385-SOLA. You can call us with your praise songs or your critique of Pastor Wolf and his terrible impression of Joel Osteen. 1-800-385-SOLA is the number. Look forward to hearing from you, and thanks for listening to Table Talk Radio. Where the points are like all the mentions of the gospel in my book. <laughs> You've been listening to Table Talk Radio. The views expressed on this show are that of the hosts and do not reflect the views or opinions of this station. We would like your feedback on today's show. Call us toll-free, 1-800-385-SOLA. That's 1-800-385-SOLA. Or send us an email, questions at tabletalkradio.org. You can listen again to this show or any of our past shows on our website, tabletalkradio.org. Thanks for listening and tune in again next time to Table Talk Radio. 